talking this afternoon with Miss Amy and uh, something interesting about you. So usually when I've spoken with cosplayers, I mean, they've had like Instagram pages, Facebook pages, or they have like uh, Patreon and everything. And you, I mean, you are a mom of uh, a kid who also cosplays. And from what, uh, when you told me your son uh, got you into cosplay, or do I not have that right? Oh, hold on. No, yeah, that's that my right daughter. Now? She's your daughter. Okay. Yeah, she's 13 now. And she's the one that got me um, first interested in it. And how, how did that came to be? I mean, that's actually something really interesting. Um, I guess when before she was born, I just had different interests and I had different goals and dreams. And then she came and my whole world just turned pink and she went through her normal phases of growing up. But one that really stuck was the dress up phase and the costumes were okay. Um, and then I wanted to dress up with her just to, you know, experience with her, experience that with her and just be a part of. Um, everything that she wanted to be a part of and it just blossomed from there that is something really sweet act i mean because not a lot of parents will get into what their their son daughter or they their non-binary kid wants to do and yeah they might not and it's fine i mean you don't i don't think you're expected to understand exactly what your child is into but to really experience that life of cosplay and have that change you that's really sweet like i mean before you even had your daughter like i mean how do you even view because cosplay has been a, a, around for i believe since maybe the 70s or 80s like it's like have you ever like met a cosplayer do you uh, did you know anything about cons beforehand no no <laughs> i really did not until she came home from school one day and she was like, oh, we're having a mini con. And I was like, what's that? And she was like, uh, a convention, mom, a cosplay convention. I was like, oh, okay, what's that? And she was just like, oh, they have the big ones in Fort Worth and Dallas. And this is a mini one that they're having at the school. And I was like, oh, okay. So I jumped on the computer and started going from there. And just like I said, most of the things is because she she came home and she told me, um, but growing up and even as an adult before she was born, like nobody talked about it, like just in my inner group of circles or uh, what we were a part of, just nobody ever brought a cosplay or anything. And it wasn't until she was, you know, into it and when she went to school and then um, after that, like we were like, oh, OK, we'll go. But unfortunately we we haven't had the experience to actually go to a convention other than the one the many ones that they've had at her school so what was that first convention? like i mean you mentioned now being into it i mean what what was that one event that changed your whole mind around or just at least got you into this hobby um it was her she i tried to get um it was a it was a fairy costume i remember it was rosetta okay and she really, really wanted it. And she really wanted to um, dress up as it. And I remember I was just like, okay, let's go, you know, let's go figure something out. And then when we turned uh -oh. her face diamond lit up and I was like, yeah. yeah. 
Well, so, I mean, you also, being from uh, North Texas, there are a lot of conventions over here that are either big or small, and some that are family-friendly, like all ages can come in and have fun, and there are ones that are mainly for adults. So, like, what, I mean, what was that first convention, or if you would even remember, remember exactly where your daughter, t- uh, at least, encouraged you to go? And take her with you to uh... Fort Worth. Okay. Yeah, it was the Fort Worth convention. Um, it was just oh, we were so overwhelmed. There was just so many new things that we just wanted to touch and ask questions, and just the whole experience was just really, really exciting, and just a lot of emotions watching her run through it and just trying to figure everything out. Was it a big or a small convention? It was a small one. Okay. That, I mean, that way, because that's the thing is there are huge conventions here in Texas where, I mean, you can, t- I mean, inherently you can take your kid to it, but you have to make sure you watch them or they know where to find you. Because like Dallas Fan Expo, for example, that's like one of the large cons over in da- in uh, Dallas, Texas. And that, that th- those, uh, all, I mean, that, that building is the the Dallas Stadium, I think it's it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge, yeah. Yeah. It's I've been very thankful. She's always been like right by my side. Okay. Like I don't if she can't see me, she's not going. So she'll like three steps away, she'll look back and normally she holds my hand or holds my dress. And but I, I've been very lucky. She normally sticks by me and she doesn't wander off too much. Okay, because well, that's usually a scary thing for any parent to decide to go to a convention where, with a lot of... Because Fan Expo can get so crowded that if you were to even go to the vendors, like all of the shops, th- there's usually so many people like crowded mm-hmm. in one space. Like that could be... I, I mean, it, worst case scenario, you might lose your kid, but thankfully you don't have to think about that because as you said... <laughs> That that would not be that would not be the scenario you probably want. You probably would quit cosplay after that. <laughs> um, I've definitely had like five minute scares. I'm like, oh my god, where is she? And I, you know, I'm turning around and I'm, I'm looking for her just to find out she's still holding on to my dress. So okay, well, I, no, I that... have been lucky. Okay, now that that's great. Now. Even if you haven't gotten a cosplay that uh, until, you know, she came into your life and she really got into dressing up in costumes, were you into the things that you would dress up as? Like you mentioned princesses, you mentioned like fairies and all that. Uh, Rosetta, like, were you into any of these properties? Oh, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no i was a grease monkey i wanted to be outside and work on cars and i wanted to no that was it i just wanted to work on cars i just wanted to do electrical stuff like i was a complete grease monkey um and it i mean it just took her and we got into the whole disney and in the cosplay now and um now even then like I, I remember i was going through my car one day and i was trying to figure something out and i was like i remember i used to know how to do this like it was second instinct. Now I told her, I was like, because of you, I was like, I don't even know how to do this anymore. And um, so now it's just like, and now she's getting older. So 
it's no okay. more of the it's a mixture of the cute girly stuff and now thankfully the video game stuff that i used to play um when i was oh, a teenager right. water combat okay. now we're doing resident evil now she's letting me do or now that she's getting into it she's letting me do and oh, i forgot what's the other one wait how old uh, is she right now right now she's 13 Mortal Kombat and Resident Evil? She, I got lucky. Now that the cute girly stuff phase is, uh, now that she's a, when was she? I think she was 11. When she became a preteen, it was not like, oh, I want to do, that's what it was, Freddy Krueger. Oh, I want to dress up as Freddy Krueger. And oh, I want to do Mortal Kombat. Melina's so awesome. And Melina's so cool. And Melina has sharp teeth. And I was like, okay, that's awesome. (laughs) Well, Oh, okay. Because when you said that, I was like, okay, she must be 21 now. Wait, 13? All those like R and M rated properties? Mm-hmm. Well, she hasn't watched. Well, we watched the new Motor Combat movie, but now she's the video games. Um, yeah, I let her play the video game one time because I thought it would be like, okay, now I'm going to let you play it and you're going to get scared and then we're never going to talk about it again. No, no, it didn't work out for me. No, no, that's not what happens. When you get when you get a little kid to an adult property, they're gonna want more of it. I do you not see what these like new news people say all the time, which is totally not true, by the way. I mean, yeah. that's a discussion for another day. But I, I, I still, I mean, at the very least, I, I, I you know, I, I'd actually just even think about. I know parents who let their kids who are very young get into adult properties and usually things will be fine like i'm not one of those people who believe if your child just gets into something that's m-rated they're gonna suddenly think like the fictional characters i'm i'm not i don't believe that is true i mean there's studies that say otherwise i would just say make sure your kid knows and tells the difference between fiction and real life. Oh, yeah, we do definitely have those conversations. um, Make believe and um, reality and not reality. And when she's playing those things or when we're watching um, those things, it's more of a I watch the movie first and then I just there's actually a website you can go to that'll say, you know, cut out violence or cut out um, curse words or or, you know, and then the movie will play, but it'll automatically filter those things out. And we are very close. So thankfully we do have open discussions about things before we watch them and after we watch them. And then what's appropriate for her age and what's not appropriate for her age, as far as um, things she says or things she does or things like, just because the teenage girls are doing it doesn't mean you have to do it. Growing up too fast, that's what it is. Making sure she has childhood. Yeah, because well, that is important to me. I want her to have a childhood, and luckily for me, after, before, and after every one of my deployments, we do have a family counselor that we could go talk to. And during my deployments, or when I'm not on my deployments, uh, at those um, resources are still available to me that I can still ask, like ask a counselor, like, okay, I have parenting questions about this, and I'm very close to my family, so. I do definitely get their input a lot. Now you mentioned deployment. Mm-hmm. 
So, like, I mean, how was that as as a parent as well? Uh, scary. Because I, you know, leaving is like, okay, I have work to do. This is what's going to happen. Um, grandma and grandpa are going to take care of you. Um, this is what I expect. This is what I um, expected to do. This is what I don't expect you to do. And like, and I said, we meet with the counselor, but coming back, is always so terrifying because I never know. Um, like, I always feel like I'm going to leave this little baby and come back and she's going to be like a super adult. And in my mind, I know like that's impossible, but while I'm going through it, it's just definitely, definitely scary. No, I, I mean, especially that, that, I mean, that is definitely a big role to have, I mean, for a job like that, that's that's not easy for anyone to be able to take on so to do that and be a mom at the same time i mean that's i mean i mean that that's uh that's a lot but i mean the fact that you're committed to it and i mean it's always it's always definitely a tough step and you mentioned counseling so i mean i i just hope like no matter what happens like you're always able to keep well i mean not to look at things and and be oblivious but like look at things to just have hope and that no matter what your child is going to grow up fine or you know grow up to be the person that you had faith in her being heard or something something that will keep you from thinking the worst i appreciate that thank you yeah we i definitely i definitely try and i think that's why maybe i try to get into everything she's into and try to learn her about what's going on in her world because I definitely do want to be a part of it and I definitely feel like I need to be a part of it so that way she's not getting influence negative influences right well that's the thing with a cosplay community well locally I think she'll be fine because like all the the cosplayers they're all friendly to each other but online that's the only other thing is like I have no idea if that's something your daughter wants it because there's so many cosplayers online. They have their own Facebook page, Instagram page, TikTok, and using all these pages to kind of express them, which inherently that is not a bad idea. And, and for the most part, it shouldn't be, or you can make something work out of it. But I mean, you never know what you'll find out there. So, and the fact that she is 13 means that she's still young enough to go through a lot of still things that are uh you know they're, they're gonna be tough but you know oh, I, yeah. I even faith, at the yeah. school even oh, at the really? school there was a time when she was getting bullied because i'm a single parent and um her dad has zero involvement with her so she was getting uh bullied at school thankfully she handled it very well she was like i think her i think the teacher said that she told them like oh you're lucky you have two parents but i have one and i get all her love and attention because i don't have to share and she just wrote it off and she was um, getting bullied uh, because I'm military and I, I deployed. Um, and she was just like, oh, well, my mommy's doing something important and she'll be home when she's home. But I get all her attention when she gets home. So she always uh, she always says something smart and then brushes it away. But she's definitely oh, and she, she's kind of on the um, the healthier side. So I know okay. she gets a little bullied for that. She's just like, oh, well, me and my mommy love pizza and dog and hot dogs. So we're good. And we used to go outside. Yeah. So she definitely, I don't know, kids are mean. No, they can be. Well, hey, she has played Mortal Kombat. So worst case scenario, she can use all those skills, which mm-hmm. didn't, yeah. 
I, that, that that would probably not end well, but it, it would it would be like a Stephen King movie, actually. But I don't know if you want that to be real. <laughs> uh, was, well, it was what was she wanted to cosplay Merida one year, so okay. now then she took archery lessons so that way she could cosplay Merida very well. So oh wait, it, Merida from Brave. Yeah. Okay, finally something kid friendly. I was I was worried the whole time. I was like, all these Emery, what is she gonna get introduced to Grand Theft Auto? Like that's gonna. <laughs> oh no, we have our whole like now. Like that's why I said now that she was like um eleven, twelve. Now that she's thirteen, like okay, you're thirteen. You're thirteen. We can try to move away from the cutesy Disney stuff, but no, hers are Princess Jasmine, Merida, her favorites, Rapunzel. Elsa, I have a little problem getting her into her costume because she just does not, it's not comfortable for her. So I, I normally let her pick something else, but her number, number one is Snow White. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that, that's fine. I, I'll say this is when I was 14, that's when I started playing M rate games. So, I mean, it depends. I, mm-hmm. I mean, can your kid hand, tell the difference between these two things and be able to know i mean there are some kids are able to do that and if your uh, daughter is able to do that that's great now i mean how many conventions or like how how long have you been uh going to conventions with her because you mentioned their first was in fort worth but like i mean there's of course been so many other cons throughout the year actually you you being based in arlington there used to be a free convention at the Arlington mm-hmm. Public Library. Oh, you know about that. Yeah, we missed that one. Um, and unfortunately, we've only, I think we've only been to, if, I'm, if I count correctly, we've only been to three. Um, okay. The ones we had tickets for, either it was an emergency deployment or, you know, I had orders to go somewhere, so we had to cancel it. Um, so three, one, three mini ones and then we went to about five or six of the ones that they had at her actual school that were free okay well yeah like arlington they have the arlington public library open and that's been that's been a very family-friendly event and free like nobody has to pay for anything to go unfortunately it's closed down because of the pandemic oh yeah which that also brings you another thing because i mean with the pandemic happening and conventions they were on hold for so long i mean how does your daughter even take in cosplay does your has your daughter even been cosplaying recently or is that something she just decided to hold off because well you know there's no place to go that i know of. no um it hasn't really slowed us down as far because we'll still go outside to the park and we'll still go um there's like a little uh, fake waterfall at the park, at one of the parks that we go to. So even if it's just us dressing up for fun and going to the park or dressing up for fun, putting on the mask and then going to the grocery store real quick is we're just trying to have fun with every time, with every moment. So we'll do something like that or like her archery lessons. We cosplayed. She was Merida uh, and then I was um, I was Mother Gothel because I was the the dress I could fit into at the time so just even something like that or tutoring lessons we'll find something that dress up for so we can go in our cosplays and they're not just sitting in the closet yeah because I mean her still being young the fact that schools are have been going through well 
that depends because there are some schools that still try to go with in person so i don't because i've i mean me being 26 years old of course i i'm far behind like high school or middle school and pretty much my classes have been virtual the whole time and i'm curious like how a teenager in this day and age of having to be uh, in their house a lot like i mean how they even handle that can they handle that is it really a good thing or a bad thing she's been enjoying it she loves being at home um she of course she's and... got her moral combat i mean <laughs> you know I'd, on second thought for her no that'd be fine she'd be like what what friends let me go <laughs> like decapitate this one guy right <laughs> <in the front." laughs> yeah she definitely she stays at home um i'm off on mondays sunday and mondays so um, at home with her when she wakes up she goes to her either she'll stay in my room or she'll go to her room and she'll start doing her classes during lunch her and her um the neighbor the two neighbors uh they're in the same grade as her so they'll put on their mask and they'll get their dogs and they'll you know go walk around the neighborhood um and then she'll come back and she'll eat and I think her biggest thing was there's no distractions it's just her in her room doing her classwork work and snacks whenever she wants to she doesn't have to wait till lunch time okay well that's great then so i mean she's being able to get that social uh, interaction and despite not being able to go out to places so it's all this all that being good well actually that, that was something I, I was even asking earlier has your daughter even thought of like as your daughter asks you and go hey mommy can we have a mom and daughter cosplay group it's amy amy and kid or whatever you want to call you uh, you two or have you has she ever like came up to you and say you know what i want to have a cosplay handle she didn't say a cosplay handle um but she did say that when she goes because she's going to junior high next year she says she's going to try to look for more <laughs> she said more cosplay friends her age and that's okay. not her mommy so that way she can have um uh, more fun and i was like because you know now it's just, it's just me and her so now she wants to incorporate some kids her own age so she says she wanted to try looking into that next year when she goes to junior high that now that next year she'll be finally in person this year she was still virtual well okay that that is something i do want to address so okay first with uh right now now there's conventions they're, they're back they're in person actually over in where you're at in arlington there is a convention happening and i think next week and and it's called DreamCon, and uh it's i think arlington it's out of the arlington stadium or, or it's somewhere in arlington like it's it's probably like really close to where you guys are at but it's the next in-person convention happening for people that that's going to be mm -hmm. the third weekend of july and with that in mind i mean cons having to be on hold for so long now there's one incoming like really soon how do you feel about that for um, your daughter for her i think it's way too soon um i I think this is since it's the first, you know first con in a long time. I think it's just gonna be way too many people, um, and then we don't know you know like the status of everybody or if everybody's gonna be. Able to, I, I take her to the very first one, and then 
she gets sick or we get sick. She gets. I'm not sure if everybody's just going to be safe about it. You know, that is a great concern. I'll say this. I, I feel the same concern as you do because I I'll and I'll even I'll even kind of uh I'm not trying to add even fear or any any worry, but I do feel like a lot of the con goers here believe that COVID is over. Right. What I see in uh Dallas comic show, for example, there were a lot of photos like people taking pictures together no and not nobody was wearing masks masks were com- almost completely off occasionally there would be someone with mask on it's not no nobody but there were more people than not without a mask and, and i guess the sort of trade-off is it isn't super packed or that that i know of it might be i again i i don't know but it people stopped practicing social distancing yeah and that is making me concerned for a convention that is really close to me. It's again happening next week, uh, Retro Expo in Plano. And also for the conventions beyond. When you mention that 2022, your daughter is finally going to be able to ex- experience school in person. Mm-hmm. That may be true for all we know. But the Delta variant in COVID that has been infecting people. The cases have gone up this month and they're estimated, they're forecasted to possibly go up higher in the fall. And that, as you said, that is because not everybody's vaccinated and there are people who aren't taken as seriously anymore. Or there's mixed messaging as whether or not you should still wear your mask. And some people are like, you know what, screw it. I'm not going to wear it anymore because I've been vaccinated or I just don't care about the virus anymore. So, I mean, with, with all that in mind, when you talk about this being way too soon, where, where do you think, say the best case scenario, what is probably the best month, do you think, for you and your daughter to go to your convention again? Um, I'm thinking if everything keeps going the way it's going, um, I will check in to see if everything, like statistically, I want to say maybe September and October. Because okay. then the school spikes will be gone and it'll be right before flu season. You know, when everybody's getting their flu shots and the first three months of your flu shot is when you're the safest against it. Um, hopefully by that time, everybody's vaccinated and cases, um, there's just no telling. Yeah. There's well, just no t- Yeah. Are you and your daughter vaccinated? We're not yet. I know we have okay. a line number to get vaccinated. Um so at the end of this month, we'll, we'll have both of our, our, so we're just missing the second one. Right, right. So, I mean, w- with that, like, how, I mean, your daughter probably misses, like, conventions and, and even, or well, she, you said she is, like, okay with being at home, but if she ever go, gets that point saying, like, you know, I, I do want to go out and see some more people, how do you even make that work? If that is possible. Uh, she has family okay. that she can see. Okay. Um, and thankfully, like, um, thankfully, I do live with my parents. So it makes it easier even when I'm on deployment or when I'm on missions or stuff comes up. So my brother and my sister, they see her. I mean, they see her all the time. Um, and I know they're they're safe. Um, she has her god brother and her god sister that she sees about every couple of months and I know their mom is super straight and super 
she's super good at making sure everything clean and everything is sanitized. She's a lot better than me at it, actually, and cleaning everything. And um, so she still sees those. And like I said, the neighborhood, the two kids that she, their parents are, are super safe. And, you know, they're outside with their little mask and walking a dog. So I just think for right now, she understands that this is the way it's going to be until we can okay. guarantee safety. Well, no, that's great then. I mean, if she's able to be able to kind of uh, accept that, which uh, that's not easy for any, I mean, kids and adults, that that's different. I mean, especially littler kids. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's so glad that she is 13 and not four or three or, or five, because that will probably be a whole nother beast. So that is all good news, at least regarding that. I mean, I can't tell about COVID, but you, by the way, you being in uh, deployed, like what exactly is your role? Are you saying you're having to go on to missions and having to uh, take flights or go go to another uh, place? Or are you taking flights? I haven't taken. Uh, the last one was in January, and that's when yeah. I was coming home. Um, but my job is transportation, so making sure... Um, bullets, butts, and beans get to where they're going, get from where they're going, get to safety, um, and all that. And it, it does make it super scary, especially when we're, you know, with people, um, and we're transporting large, large groups at a time. It, it does get kind of scary, but, um, thankfully we do have procedures in place that keep everybody, including us safe. And, um, the last time we worked the mission was when we had the big snowstorm. Right. So getting uh, materials that people need. And we were, again, super safe. Um, and I just have to keep, you know, reminding myself and reminding her that masks are important. Washing your hands are important. Keeping clean is important. Not all up in people's faces. Right. Right. Well, I mean, my, my hoping is that best case scenario, though, I mean, she can go back to cons again. And you can have everything in person. Things will work out. I mean, I don't know, but at the very least, I mean, she still has those memories. I mean, the conventions that y'all went through and just that experience, which I mean, is even cool for you because you, you saying that you're, you haven't been into these properties until your uh, daughter came in, Mm -hmm. but say she's found her own group and like, Hey, we found like a Disney princess cosplay group or Mortal Kombat costly group <laughs> and she doesn't need you anymore then what I, I mean what does that say you as a cosplayer I have friends now yay <laughs> okay I have mom friends now their kids are maybe a couple years younger than her um but now that I have mom friends who enjoy this with me while we're enjoying it with our kids when our kids grow up and leave us because yeah, I mean they do um, yeah. I have friends. <laughs> I have friends now you keep doing it with. Are they like, why are you in that dumb crowd? The cosplay, really? So I've been lucky. <laughs> Even my I have a couple of friends from high school that are like, you've always been weird. Um, and then my friends now, even for like um one of my birthdays, I can't remember how old I was turning. Might have been 30, 31. It was one of my birthdays. I was just like, oh, well, cosplay birthday. So everybody has to come and cosplay. And everybody was cool with it. 
So thankfully, I have supportive friends. My mom came okay. and caught in Daenerys Targaryen cosplay. So I've been lucky. Well, I was thinking because you said that you're into Greece so much, so you just cosplay as one of the characters from Greece. So you don't have to be a princess anymore. I don't, but <laughs> but it's something you can be one of those cheesy princess. white people from the '80s movies. <laughs> Something about being a princess um, definitely feels like home. Okay. So well, princesses, that's always my first choice. Princess Jasmine's and Lizzie Hart's from Ever After High are definitely my top two choices. But yeah. What is it about princesses? Uh, I don't know. Super girly, super fun. You could twirl in the dresses and they just fly everywhere with you. Okay. Well... You know, there are different, I mean, the, the definition of princess has just kind of been so broad that, I mean, I, I get when people think about princesses, they the first thing is Disney princess, or they even think, I mean, talking about video game characters like Princess Peach or Rosalina or, or something yeah. like that, Daisy, but princesses can also mean like Princess Leia from Star Wars or also yeah. Princess something i mean i'm sure there's princesses i'm blanking on that like don't usually have like the gown or the things that you would expect so um, lizzie hearts yeah. is lizzie hearts is one of my favorite princesses to cosplay and her she has a skirt um a corset and she has like a long train that goes with her skirt and it, it's not like a full ball gown or anything but i love i love that one i love the flowers on it the roses um her little hearts she doesn't have a crown she just have little hearts floating above her head i love my headband for that it's super comfortable like i could wear that all day and oh princess jasmine too i could wear that one all day she's in pants but the glitter and the sparkles yeah. and the gemstones and you know I, I, well i've seen like I, i've seen actually i've seen i've been to cons for a while where i've seen just different versions of princesses and I, I even doing mashups like again Star Wars. There's Disney Star Wars princesses, or Disney Marvel, Disney uh, DC, Disney Steven Universe. I I mean they've been mashing up all these different cosplays. Has that even happened where you de to decide you know what, I want to do a mashup? Has your daughter said you know what I want to be Princess da Jasmine and Scorpion as at the same time? Yeah. She um, what was it when ever or Monster High came out and they're like princesses but monsters? She got the wild oh. idea that she wanted to be um, what was it? It was uh Frankenstein's daughter and Dark Vader at the same time, and I was like, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do here. Experiment. I mean, that's what cosplay is all about. You don't have to just dress up as an existing character. You can make up your own princess. Why? Why even be Princess Jasmine? Be be Princess Amy. I definitely have enough dresses for that. Yeah, that year the whole. Uh, oh, I remember I was sitting there for hours spray painting the little, the little mat, the helmet thing, and I was like, "We're yeah. we're, we're we're just this gonna have to work." I don't know what I don't know what you and she loved it. And I think one time she wanted a um, what was it? I think it was Princess Ariel. She wanted to be Princess Ariel and a watermelon at the same time. And I was like, what? okay, yeah. Oh, wait, Princess, okay, Princess Ariel and a watermelon. Mm -hmm. how, how, how do you, what? So we put the the spray in her hair and I made her hair red. Okay. Um, 
she got a pink bathing suit with the pink tail and I just drew watermelon seeds all over it. And, and then the bottom of the tail, the walking part, um, I put green tool around it. So that, you know, the green of the watermelon. And I, don't... <laughs> uh, that, I mean, hey, being creative that's that's good i mean i i would never expect princess ariel in a watermelon that that is definitely something that you know what and another thing with that i mean you've been to cons enough you've probably seen cosplay contests cosplay runaways like there's way mm -hmm. there's places in these cons for cosplayers to show off their cosplay have you and your daughter participate in any sort of cosplay oriented activities? Uh, we well, we've been to a few where they are showing off their costumes. I don't remember if we were in ours or not, um, but we haven't got to that yet. We just been um, what was it? I think we went to the Iron Man one that they had here in the in the big mall um, off the highway. I forgot which one that was, but we went to the the Iron Man one there. We went to the Bumblebee one there for transform for transformers sorry Ooh. okay um but we haven't done anywhere where we showed off ours just besides going in um at her school you know what there's nothing wrong with that because i i feel like uh, everyone who decides to cosplay they always gotta be a cosplay star but i'm honestly if you just want to spend time with your family and even make friends with cosplay and you're like no I, I don't really need a cosplay page Nothing wrong with that. Actually, I think there's just something sweet about the story with you and your daughter. And I mean, also, you know, there's always every sort of story that someone has to tell. There's going to be the good and bad in their life. And I think mm -hmm. both of that is important because it shows what an amazing human being you are just for what oh, you, you inspired in your daughter. I mean, usually kids around 13 they would hate their parents so much in fact <laughs> i i would figure like if she's 13 you would start like gossiping and like talking about yeah hey, i hate you mom get away from me i'm hanging out with my boyfriend go away like i said thankfully we do have a really close relationship we try yeah. to talk about every everything under the sun um and we'll just drive to the gas station we'll and like in our costumes or not and we'll do something and We'll have long conversations about this or this or that or that. And the only time she ever pushed me away was um, she asked if she can lay down in my bed. And I was like, yeah, sure. Come on. And she was like, uh, let's lay down and watch a movie. And I was like, OK, let me put it on. And I was like, oh, hold on. Let me take the dogs outside. Or, oh, hold on. Your grandma's calling me. Or, oh, hold on. Let me send this email for um, this boss real quick. Or, oh, this boss needs me. Hold on a second. And I came back and I was like an hour um into the movie and she's like no i don't want to lay down with you anymore you had your chance and oh, i just started laughing i was like i'm so sorry like that was and that was like a few days ago but that was the only time she's ever like pushed me away and she's like no i don't want to I was well, like, i'm sorry <laughs> she'll she'll learn her way she'll she'll see the error of her ways because as, as as the kids say and in a learning psa the mother is always right or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell her when I'm wrong. Like, oh, I'm sorry. You were right. Okay. It was going to rain. Or, you know, like, yeah. I'll tell her when she's right. Because I want her to be able to to learn from that and tell me, like, okay, I was wrong. I should have done this. Or I want her to trust me enough to tell me, like, oh, I don't know. 
in four years I crashed a car and I need help like I want her to be able to be honest with me so I'm trying to give that to her so she learns that that's how you, you that's how you build relationship with people you're honest you say what you did wrong and you know you apologize and you move forward from that gosh I hope you that doesn't happen for years don't, don't <laughs> give me so. that that, that, that imagine no don't don't put that image miss okay <laughs> you does you deserve a happy life so does your, your daughter and you you two deserve to see conventions happen again i mean yeah there are so many things Safely. you probably don't even know that about cons and the, the convention field actually when you even bring up princesses there are cosplay charities over here and quite a few of them a couple of them about princesses and and princess parties and dressing up as disney princesses or, or you i mean that your love or at least the admiration for dressing up as a disney princess could even go into helping out sick kids or i don't know something that really inspires you to keep being a cosplayer and into some degree and I hope you two get a chance to even see that because honestly, I I bet you'll love cosplay charities. Yeah, I definitely was trying to look into some of that. Well, before the pandemic hit, um, I know there was this one lady, uh, she's in El Paso um, and she said she had a charity and I, I definitely wanted to drive out there and be a part of it. And then a pandemic hit the weekend we were supposed to, you know, drive out. So I was like, oh, you know, there's a new virus going around. I don't, I don't know if I feel safe with me and my daughter driving out there and then lockdown started happening and then I went on a deployment came back from a deployment um and it, it was just because we definitely we definitely wanted to go to El Paso for that charity well like even actually the other cool thing is just the cosplay charities even the the representation and the amount like i there's a couple of ones I've been to. I think even uh, like Heroic and her kids, the CEO of that convention, his name is Daniel Sanchez. And he is a uh, uh, Latin uh, cosplayer who dresses up as Superman and a bunch of other different characters. Actually, even a Disney property, I forgot the name of it, but they had a uh, Latin X Disney, or maybe not Disney princess, but it was definitely... It was either on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon, but there there was a show. I don't I don't have the name on me, but I think there is something wonderful about these organizations that exist that I I could see both of you just excelling at. If that is something you ever want to pursue, again, oh, yeah. I mean, besides the one that you can make it to, there I mean, there's still more. You, you can uh, besides work and her kids uh, cause to play. I mean, there's more that I'm probably not even I, I, I don't know all of them, but you can definitely find them close to your area. But for now, I just hope that you are have you have a wonderful time and she has a wonderful time, too. I never even asked what her name is, but I, I mean, you know, that's <laughs> your wonderful her daughter. Name is, <laughs> her name is Alyssa and I mean we okay. do we we try to do as much as we can for other people I remember yeah. um my job uh my civilian job they give us like 
bags of chips whenever they feel like it. And I remember us saving all of them and driving around looking for homeless people to give chips and water to. So, I mean, we're always trying to do something to help somebody else. And so I I definitely keep looking into organizations like that. Well, I mean, do a, do a really works. I mean, what, what what really matters to you all? I mean, I'm not saying like you got to do it, but I mean, Hey, it, you really you two really enjoy costling together and there's an organ not even just a charity just a, a group of, of people who really love these things and they just show up and do other things and i mean there's so many ways to interact as a costler that unfortunately are hindered now because of covid so yeah uh, but i hope uh you all are, are just uh even with being the play going out and having the say goodbye to your daughter that you're still coming back and being able to see her and that one day you're i don't know like even how the process of all that works like maybe you get into a job where you can still see her again more or i don't know like you never know what where life is gonna go and i i'm just really rooting for the best possible result oh thank you so i i would say hey where do we follow you and your but i mean you're before you even mentioned that, like you two don't even have a page, and that's fine. So I mean, I have a regular Instagram that we're usually um, we'll have little videos of. Yeah, okay. I mean, just family stuff. So I'm definitely at Instagram at um, B L U E E R O R zero S E. I think. Hold on. I think I'll just easier if I just pull it up. But I'll just um, say leave her the f alone. But I just, <laughs> <laughs> no. that's us right here that's me okay oh oh bluer d okay okay yeah blue rose with two blue rose why i say bluer d yeah yeah blue rose um it's uh i added two e's because of numerology and astrology okay all right yeah Yeah. all that science that's where we are yeah yeah Yeah, we have a bunch of videos and us in our costumes us you know as mom daughter random shenanigans and like i said you know any charities or anything that we can be a part of we'll definitely definitely look into it we love helping people and um we just right now we're just trying to enjoy spending time with each other and doing all we could right this will be on pond stress is available on all podcast housing platforms your choice spotify apple Podcasts, you name it we're on there facebook.com slash pond stress instagram slash pond stress i'm at twitter chase pond 64 also release video clips on TikTok and Instagram under Pondspress. Also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Pondspress, doing streams and uh, helping out people, bringing smiles at them. And uh, yeah, so I uh, hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and talk to you later. You too. Thank you so much. You too. Bye.